At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, We guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is The Edge with Jonathan Von Tobel and Matt Humans on VSIN, the sports betting network. Football Friday. Welcome to the big show here at the South Point Sportsbook, The Edge. Matt Eumann, Scott Kellen, and special guest Jimmy Vaccaro. And uh, Jimmy, can you clear the air on what's happening now? We've got COVID chaos again in the NFL. Three games off the board here at the South Point Sportsbook. And how are you going to deal with those? Well, first of all, you know, there are a lot more worse things going on than a football game. But you know what I found out, and you guys can, I'm sure, be on my side here. With the football, what we're finding is like at least it's some excuse to get away from all the insanity so it does help if you know people love the football they love to come around they love to bet the small uh, small cards and whatever but uh, we're in a unique situation and try to clear up some of the things so you don't like make the day worse for you remember this in the state of Nevada I can't speak for all the other states but I'm sure that the the rules are similar now uh, in, in Nevada you can post any rules you want they adhere by them at the joint that you work for. That doesn't mean every rule has to be the same. Mm-hmm. So I advise everybody, you know, you go, you might put your parlay cards or your jackpot cards, whatever, read the rules that have you uh, cornered for that particular casino. And so you won't be like coming Sunday afternoon and say, what do you mean I didn't win my bet? You know, you have to check these things out. It's a mess out there. I don't know how long it's can continue. And like uh, you said, Matt, there's three games that we've taken off. Now with our jackpot parlay card, uh, you know, we, someone la- last week won like 32,000. This week, I think we're up to 11,000. But remember this. What we do here, coming from Michael Gaughan, is like, if we ever get to a situation like that, games that are postponed, both sides are just deemed winners. It just takes care of the brunt off of the sex. So, yeah, there's only be like eight games this weekend, and the jackpot's like 11,000. So, you know what? Uh, you might take a little shot now because someone's going to win. There's only, I think it's only eight propositions on the game. Our role here, Matt, I mean to interrupt you, our role here for the for everything else like across the county is very simple. I'll read you, which is rule number five for the, the South Point, the Rampart, the Mesquite uh, properties and whatever, which is very simple. Games must be played on dates scheduled for betting action. If games are not played on this date scheduled, money will be refunded. Bets must be made, you know, before the start of the first game. So what we're having right now, if obviously if they change some of these till Tuesday, well, you know, that they all just both sides just counted as, as a winner. So I'm sad to say that I'm here 
giving this information, which is crazy, and, and obviously, but it affects everything that we do. And at least from our side, we want to do the right thing. So we'll continue from there. And if there's any changes, I'll be the first one here, and Chris is tw uh, tweeting it out also to like tell people exactly what's going on. That's all I got for you, kid. So if you bet the, uh, let's say you bet the Browns at Pickham two days ago. Right. That game's off the board, rescheduled for Monday. How do you deal with that game? Refund. It's a refund. Yeah, it's you, a refund. When you said both sides are counted as a winner, I think some right. people will be confused. Okay, no, that. no. Yeah. But, but, yeah, whoever they're playing is a winner, too. Now, people say, well, yeah, Jimmy, you know, you're taking my 11, but it's a two-way street. How about if you'd have bet the wrong side and you're laying six and there you have no team whatsoever? So, yeah. it's, we don't... Yeah. We, you think we like this? We, this is a crazy, but like I'm saying, you know, <laughs> I don't at least think you like this. Trying to do the right thing for the right people. So remember, it's a two-way street with that stuff. And there are some books that, if a game is still played within the scheduled week, right? NFL Week 15 is mm -hmm. still action. Right. That's why you must. Yeah. You uh, have to read your specific you, house rules. You have to go because you don't want to be kicking yourself in the ass Monday. Say, I didn't know that. I, well, we're trying to tell you right now, and we'll and we'll come back on the show every hour, and we'll tell the people at Circa uh, to spread it out in my Twitter site and Chris's Twitter site again. What a mess! But that's sorry to see under these circumstances, my my close friend, both of you. Well, thanks for coming in. And by the way, when people come up to ask questions at the uh, window, just have Visa and Vinny, one of the most patient people around, just have him stand up there and explain to everybody He's what the rules are. He's our corporate guy. Yeah. You know, when we were doing all these things from everything that we do from blah, blah, blah to over here, I always have Vincennes with me because he's got the suit and the tie and whatever. Me, I can't stand more than 30 seconds. This is it. You like it? Stay. If you don't like it, get the hell out of here. Thanks, Jimmy. Jimmy Vaccaro from the South Point stopping by. All right, this is Football Friday on the Edge with Matt Eumann, Scott Kellen, and there goes Jimmy V. We're going to be joined by Aaron Renning, professional sports better here in about uh, 10 minutes to break down his uh, top NFL plays. Maybe he, ha he has something in the NBA. Lou Finicaro, Uncle Lou, makes an appearance on the Edge, uh, point spread weekly contributor. He's not just an MMA guy. He's an NFL handicapper as well. So ER Sports. And Gam Lou will join us in this show. Scott Kellen, let's take a look back last night. A really good Thursday night game. Great game. And uh, a lot of debate today about Brandon Staley, the Chargers coach, and the moves he made in that game last night, which we'll hit on here in a second. But the Chiefs win 34-28 in overtime. I looked at one point like the game was going to be a dead under. So many points were left off the board. Goes to overtime, and the favorite covers. So another dog dies in OT last night. 34-28, Chiefs get there. Patrick Mahomes, 410 yards passing, three TDs. Travis Kelsey with the game winner. Did you have a play last night? I did. I played uh, KC minus three and a half when it was four. So it was actually a good line at the time. Turned out to be a bad line, obviously. And then when uh, Chris Jones was announced out, uh, I played over 51 as the total started to creep up. But to your point, I thought, I remember early in the fourth quarter, I'm like, this total's dead, right? And boom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and you could make the argument, it probably uh -huh. should have went over given everything that happened. I but... thought there should have been 70 plus points. Right, in the game. right. Right. Total close 54 and 34-28, uh, your final Chiefs cover the three, or if you laid three and a half or four, uh, they get there. Now, there's a lot of debate, and I'm hear hearing a lot of uh, ignorance from people, uh, ESPN, Fox, wherever. Uh, we even have some hosts on vSEN who are way off the target on this, talking about Brandon Staley and why isn't he kicking field goals? Got to take the points. Uh, you're making a decision based on the math. And what play gives, what decision gives you a better chance to win the game? And that's what Brandon Staley's doing last night. Now, there are exceptions to every rule. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe at the end of the first half, you can argue with three seconds left that he should have taken the points because part of uh, going for it inside the five or at the one, wherever you're going to be, is you're going to, if you don't get it, you're going to pin the opposing offense deep mm -hmm. and you still get expected Which points out of Which they got a turnover very right. shortly on one of those, right? Right, right. So Brandon Staley did not coach a terrible game last night like a lot of people are implying. And, uh, yeah, he made one bad challenge in the second half. Yeah. Right away I, I said that was, that's a bad decision. But in general, uh, for math purposes, his decisions are right. And... Uh, a lot of people are wrong to criticize his decisions. And, you know, another thing, you hear a lot of people talk about analytics. Here we go with the <laughs> analytics. Those people don't even know what they're talking about. It's a broad, analytics is such a broad term. And uh, the decision-making that Brandon Staley is making here is uh, rather progressive in a lot yes. of cases. And some people don't understand that. And uh, there's going to be backlash to deal with. How do, you, how do you see Staley and his approach? 
I, I was absolutely okay with it. Uh, I think you make a good point in the halftime because, you know, you pin them back, but at the end of the half, you know, that's not a viable option. So you could make an argument going both ways. And I think the other thing that I loved is he stuck with it. You yeah. know, you see like Mike McCarthy does it one time yeah, and then it doesn't, it fails. So then he goes, like, you, you can't I, waffle, I don't believe in that, right? right? You yeah. either believe in this or you don't. And I think the other thing that's often never talked about is some teams have a better chance to convert this stuff than others, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You're, I'm, you know, the Jets, whatever, right? Okay, they probably don't have the right personnel to really do this time after time after time. But the Chargers aren't, aren't one of those teams, right? So... I also think it depends on your personnel and your team, uh, which sometimes give you, gives you a greater likelihood to succeed with that as well. And they fall into, I think, the plus side of that bucket as well, uh, generally speaking. Right, right. Uh, I just um, I've, I think a lot of the analysts fail to understand what the, the key point is that um, if a decision gives you uh, – a decision to go for it gives you a 54-point – 54% chance to win as opposed to kicking a field goal, which gives you a 45% chance to win. You're going for it. You're going to be aggressive. I will tell you, uh, this is back when Cleveland uh-huh. hired, hired all their people for you know the analytical side a few years ago, and I was talking to a guy from 538.com, and, and this it was new to the NFL, and I asked him, I said, what do you what do you think about all this? He goes, well, he goes, I got a buddy who's a consultant for an NFL team. It's not a very good NFL team, and they were pressuring the coach. To, to, they wanted him to go for it more in fourth and one, and he said to him, you sign me to a long-term contract. Contract, I'll go for it. He goes, otherwise, I'm not going for it because I'm going to look like a fool if it doesn't work, and I'm going to get fired. Then I'm not going to get hired again. And that's that was the perception back mm-hmm. then. It's changed more now, right? But yeah. you know, that's part of the problem. Another thing is analytics don't always say to go for it, right? And that, that's another uh, misperception out there. Is every time a guy makes a, a bold play, well, it's analytics. Uh, analytics don't always <laughs> say that, and it's just a if a decision in the pre-snap increases your chance of winning then the decision is right. But like I said, there are exceptions to every rule, and uh, I'm not going to argue against people who didn't like his decision to go for it at the end of the first half and think he should have taken the points. Anyway, the uh, favorite gets there. Luckily, last night you're fortunate if uh, you had the Chiefs and got the cover, and uh, the game flies over the total. One of the games postponed, Raiders, Browns, and Cleveland. And we saw a 10-point line move in this game, Scott. Browns went from six or six-and-a-half-point favorites to four-point dogs last night. And uh, right now what we're seeing is uh, at some spots like Circa and the Westgate Superbook, a pick game off the board mm-hmm. here at the uh, South Point. Total has been around, ha- has dropped from 43-and-a-half, 44, down to as low as 37. Now Circa's got to post it up 40-and-a-half. So a lot of movement on this game that's going to be rescheduled for Monday. The Browns down so many starters. I think the report was 11 starters were eligible to play. All right, so it's tough for us to handicap this game as it sits here uh, right now. But what were you looking at? What do you think will be the keys when uh, this game gets reposted? Well, I mean, first of all, the keys will be obviously be who's going to play, of course. But um, when I when this game was going off early in the week, and we kind of thought everyone was playing for the most part, I think I made Cleveland about a five and a half point favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, Cleveland's just been kind of a mess. Just just from an injury standpoint uh, as well. Um, so I probably would have leaned a little bit to Vegas. There's actually some decent situations on Vegas. Um, now, and, and that was also kind of assuming Darren Waller was going to play. I'm assuming he's probably still not playing, even though he's getting a few more days. Right. Um, so that plays into it as well. So uh, it, it's hard to see. Without Waller, it's, it's just hard for me to see the Raiders' offense doing a whole lot because it's, it's been so horrible to this point uh, as well. So... But I think we got to see who's playing. All right, we'll talk about that more when we come back here on The Edge, VSIN, the Esports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is The Edge on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hey, sign up for a play card, debit MasterCard, and get paid faster than a paper check with direct deposit. Always be ready to roll with PlayCard. Visit PlayCard.com today to apply. Subject to card activa- activation and ID verification. Terms and con- cost apply. Card issued by MetaBank NA, member, member FDIC. And, uh, again, that's the uh, playcard.com. We talked about the three games moved in NFL Week 15. Raiders-Browns from Saturday to Monday. Rams-Seahawks. Washington-Philly moved to Tuesday. So we got three games on the move, and all three of those are off the board right now at the South Point Sportsbook. Aaron Renning, professional sports better, joins us now. A regular here on the Football Friday Show. Follow him on Twitter on ER at ERSports1. ER, I want to ask you about the Packers-Ravens game, first of all. This is not one of your best bets, but the Packers, seven-point road favorites here uh, with Lamar Jackson's status up in the air. Looks like he's not going to play. And uh, the Packers dealing with Aaron Rodgers' fractured toe and uh, laying a big number here on the road, total of 43-and-a-half. Did you consider a play in this game? Hey, guys, thanks for having me. Always good to be with you. Uh, actually, it's uh, I think it's still on the table for me. Uh, to be a best bet, um, you know, this is uh, quite honestly a week like uh, any other that I remember. Um, you know, here we are on a football Friday, and I have about as few uh, bets, certainly with the cancellations now, uh, that I can remember having uh, going back. But, you know, this is a game that I definitely had circled uh, as far as looking at the home underdog here uh, with Baltimore. Um, you know, waiting uh, for the status of the quarterback here with Lamar uh, Jackson. It looks like he's going to be probably doubtful uh, for this game. Um, so I kind of have to reevaluate it here uh, with the new quarterback. But uh, with Jackson, I look to play the home underdog. Also look to maybe play this game uh, over the total. But, I mean, both these teams uh, have numerous injuries. Obviously, a uh, laundry list here for Baltimore. Uh, I think more of the concerns on the defensive side. Obviously, we know they lost the cornerback Humphrey um, a couple weeks ago, uh, which you know is is probably the most troubling uh, when you break this one down for the secondary matched up against Rodgers. But uh, certainly, I was surprised to see the Packers this big of a favorite mm-hmm. uh, here on the road with whoever's playing quarterback for Baltimore. Yeah, that's what I thought as well. And Lamar Jackson did not practice today, but John Harbaugh, coach, said he quote has a chance to play against the Packers. Scott, is this a, a possible play for you or not? Yeah, I'm kind of with ER. I have value on the over, but I think the safer bet here, because you don't know what you're getting from the Ravens, is the Packers over the team total. Right now, kind of where the line is, it probably shapes up to be 24 and a half, 25, but I think anything 26 and a half or lower, Ravens have given up an average of 27 and a half to the better offenses. That's a median of 30, 31 points. So, and Chuck Clark now the safety is out. So they've they've lost all their starters from uh, week one. So, uh, I think the Packers over a team total is the safest bet to get to an over some type of total in this game. All right, one of our listeners, Big Mo, loves it when you come on with the team totals every Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Good to hear from Big Mo. <laughs> Aaron Renning, how about this uh, Seahawks Rams game? And and just in general, how are you dealing with all the COVID issues? and all the the fluid situations on the betting board this week. 
You know, it's tough. I, you know, the biggest thing is, and let's be honest, it's it's tough for betters, it's tough for bookmakers, it's tough for everyone uh, involved here. But you know, I, I wasn't that excited to get into this week and handicap and break these things down because um, you know, here I went to bed about uh, eight this morning, got up maybe about a half hour ago. And I'm just like, well, by the time I get up four hours from now, a lot of things are going to change. And sure enough, you know, three games postponed uh, until the week. So, um, you know, it's, it's just uh, lines are moving all over the place. It's, it's kind of wacky here. So I, I, like I said, I just didn't have a lot of bets, didn't bet a lot of these games. And, you know, the Seahawks Rams was a game that, uh, you know, I had circled for a best bet. And I hadn't really bet it yet, even uh, before doing the show today. So, yeah, just a very bizarre week. And it's not not a whole heck of a lot easier in the NBA for me as well, guys. Yeah, I bet. So Seahawks-Rams right now, if you look at the screen, you'll see anywhere from Rams minus four to Rams minus six and a half. And that's at the Westgate Superbook. What were you looking at in this game, and what are you thinking about now? That game's moved to Tuesday, by the way. Yeah, again, you just kind of have to reevaluate things. And, you know, I understand the NFL – kind of changed the rules and made things easier for guys to come back. So uh, you would expect the Rams and perhaps Seattle to get some guys back. You know, I looked at playing uh, this game over the total um, and was, you know, certainly disappointed. I think the key uh, injury that I didn't like or the key COVID issue was uh, Lockett out here uh, for the Seahawks. He, you know, he means so much for this from a, a offensive perspective. But if you go back, uh, to uh, October 7th when these two teams played the first time. The total is 53 and a half uh, in that game. Of course, that was the game that uh, both quarterbacks got banged up. Russell Wilson uh, hurt his finger uh, in that game, and it's really taking uh, taking this much uh, this uh, the time to come back. Uh, what are we, you know, a couple months later for Russell Wilson finally last week to look I would say more like his old self. And I think the offense finally uh, back to where it was before we got hurt uh, on that date. And I think, you know, from a defensive perspective, the Seattle team and, you know, you look at the points allowed here of late, you know, 13, 23, um, 17 going back, so, you know, some decent numbers, but boy, you know, Houston against uh, Davis Mills last week, uh, San Francisco had actually kind of changed to more of a power running team. Uh, Debo Samuel missed that game. Washington, uh, very conservative on offense uh, when they played them on Monday night football. When they matched up against Arizona, of course, Hopkins uh, and Murray were out for that game. So, uh, you know, they've played a lot of battered offenses or their offenses are just not that good. And Rams are obviously uh, not that a a team capable of scoring. So I thought it was probably too much of a, a difference here from, you know, a month ago, 53 and a half to about 45. I was looking to play it over the total. All right, what are you looking at in Carolina Buffalo? That's 307-308 on the rotation. Right now you see the Bills is 12-point favorites, total 45. Josh Allen, good to go for the Bills. Yeah, you know, it's, it's one of those deals where, again, I did not bet this one uh, until today, and I was uh, simply waiting. You know, it sounded like Allen was going to play. He got uh, up to probable. This uh, total took a hit up to 45, 45 and a half, and I was looking to play this. Um, under the total, obviously, with Buffalo and Allen, you would think it would be somewhat of a conservative game plan. I uh, don't want to ask him to do much uh, for maybe in the run game, et cetera. And they probably don't need to do much uh, to score points. And I thought Buffalo has gotten a little bit conservative over the last month. They played a little bit slower, um, maybe counted on the run game a little bit. Uh, with the Panthers, uh, I mean, it, it is uh, <laughs> all out to do anything here from an offensive standpoint. You know, and for any team to pick up a quarterback at midseason and, and and immediately kind of throw him in the starting lineup, it's just impossible to do at the NFL level. And I think it's uh, obviously showed here uh, with the Panthers. I mean, Cam Newton doesn't really uh, know the, the, the playbook. Um, you know, they got to sub him out uh, in kind of any uh, hurry-up mode for what they're doing. Uh, they've lost a lot of weapons here from an offensive perspective. I think still capable – uh, on defense, but to ask Carolina to score uh, more than a couple touchdowns, uh, certainly to me, uh, a lot to ask. I thought it was even very fluky that 50 points were put on the board last week uh, in that Atlanta game. So, 
Uh, I played this game uh, under the total of about 45 here this morning. Okay, now we look at the Saints-Bucks on Sunday night. Last year, the uh, Saints marched into Tampa and embarrassed Tom Brady in the Bucks. as a payback here. Sean Payton, for virus issues, not going to be coaching in this game. Tampa Bay minus 11 and a half at some spots, total of 45. What do you see here? Uh, yeah, this is another game where uh, I played under the total. Um, a lot, to, you know, to do with uh, obviously more New Orleans uh, than Tampa Bay. But you know, as we've gone back and these two teams have played, um, you know, this New Orleans defense has given uh, Tom Brady a lot of issues. They've uh, beat him up and banged him around a little bit and made it tougher. I mean, they they played about as good as defense as any team. Uh, in the NFL uh, against uh, him. So, um, I, you know, hopefully have that going forward. They can hold the scoring down a little bit. Uh, I mean, let's be honest, if New Orleans is going to cover and perhaps win this game, it's going to have to be done from the defensive side of the football. And they're still capable, still have plenty of talent on that side of the football. Uh, with that said, I mean, the Saints have gotten uh, very conservative here with what they're doing. Uh, they're going to uh, count on ball control and, uh, try to hang on the ball as much as possible uh, with the the power run game. Uh, Tyson Hill, etc. cetera. Uh, Camaro back uh, helps with the running game as well. So uh, I would assume uh, New Orleans is going to try to play keep away as long as possible. Uh, defense is capable. And it's not easy to run against this Tampa Bay team as well. So uh, I went uh, under the total of 47. I think 46 and a half is uh, still decent uh, out there to play. All right, we only got about 25 seconds left. You looking at a couple spots in the NBA tonight? Uh, yeah, a couple games I played, uh, Grizzlies and Nuggets. Grizzlies and Nuggets. And also go to vcin.com slash JVT for more NBA analysis. Aaron Renning, appreciate the time. Good luck this weekend at ER Sports 1. Back with uh, more here on vcin, the Sports Betting Network. This is The Edge on vcin, the Sports Betting Network. Save 50% off a VSIN all access subscription for the rest of the football season with our big game special. Get access to our in depth matchup analysis, trends, and picks for every game and sport on the schedule. Sign up today. You also get our daily best bet emails, weekly betting guides, 24 7 video, plus our all new college bowl betting guide covering every bowl game for only 90 Excuse me, it's reduced. $39 at vcin.com slash subscribe. $39, vcin.com slash subscribe. The big game special. That's a good deal uh, for the rest of the football season. We have the first bowl game in the books, and it's an underdog. A double-digit dog winning outright Middle Tennessee over Toledo. So let's bring on an underdog player at vcin who's mostly an MMA guy but also covers the NFL, Uncle Lou Finicaro. Lou, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Matt. Thanks for having me on. And, Scott, great to see you. Same here. Scott Kellen with me here on a Football Friday on the Edge. Lou, let's jump into some of your best bets and uh, the NFL this weekend. Obviously, uh, COVID challenges for all handicappers as well. Patriots, Colts, are you on the dog here with the Patriots catching two and a half at Indianapolis on the game that still will be played on Saturday? (laughs) Yes, I am on the dog here. And a week ago in the look-ahead, they, the dog was the favorite at two and a half. What happened in a week uh, that made this line change five points? I don't know, uh, but I like the Patriots. I like them off the bye. And while the Colts are a great team, I don't see them as two and a half point favorites. I make the Patriots one and a half. And for those reasons, I think the Patriots are the way to go. Scott, do you have a play on the Saturday night game? And this is a good one. Patriots and Colts and the Pats come in off a seven, on a seven-game win streak. Yeah, great game. Uh, I'm like Lou. I make New England 1.2-point favorite. Mm-hmm. I took him in a teaser. Uh, and if it, if it would go to three, if we can find a three, I would take him at plus three as well. I have the Patriots on a teaser as well and plus two and a half like Lou. All right, Lou, let's move on in the schedule to uh, – a game that I think you and I disagree on, and that's uh, Titans-Steelers. And I believe you like the Titans as one-point road favorites. And now a pick them at some spots, Lou. Yes, and again, I'll reference the look-ahead line of a week ago, Tennessee minus two and a half. And it's, it's Pittsburgh here. I'm fading Pittsburgh as much as I'm taking Tennessee. 
I'll put the coaches as a push. I think I have advantage Tennessee in quarterback. I absolutely have advantage Tennessee in defense. I think they're the better team, and I think they're going to go into Pittsburgh and be able to handle business. A Pittsburgh team uh, uh, ranked 22nd in offensive DVOA, 27th in defensive DVOA. I just don't see it for the Steelers. Tennessee, 263 total yards last week in that victory over Jacksonville. Uh, I know it looks ugly at times, but in two December games, Big Ben Roethlisberger, 69% completions, 544 yards, five TDs, one pick. I took the Steelers plus two. Uh, Lou has got uh, the Titans right now to pick him spot. Lou, let's move on to uh, a game where I also played the dog here, and that's uh, the Bengals catching three at Denver. Are you on the dog as well? Yes, I am. In this game, uh, I just think that Denver's getting a little bit too much credit here. Uh, I make uh, Cincinnati one and a half. Uh, look ahead, Cincinnati minus three. And now we're seeing Denver as the three point. Uh, these wild reactions sometimes make sense. In this game, in this case, I don't think it makes sense. Yes, Cincinnati's lost a couple in a row, but they're the better team, I think, and they'll prove it. Bengals, Broncos, Scott Kellen, how do you see this game? Uh, when it was two and a half, I took Cincy on a teaser. I make Denver about a one and a half point favorite. I also like the game over the total. I took a 43 and a half uh, over the total as well. I've got mm -hmm. this uh, closer to 50. I, I worry a little bit about some of the Cincinnati injuries um, and on, on both the offensive line and defense. So got to see some of that stuff shake out. But uh, I agree. I, I took Cincy on the uh, teaser. I think there's some value there. All right, a couple teams desperate for a win in the AFC playoff hunt at seven and six straight up. Uh, Lou Finicaro with us at Gamlu. On Twitter. All right, Lou, let's look at the Sunday night game. Saints and Bucks, and Sean Payton's not going to be coaching. First, I want to ask you, how many bets did you make this week and uh, that might have been affected by these uh, COVID situations, or are, did you decide to sit back and kind of wait until the last minute to play some of these? Uh, thanks for asking, Matt, because it leads me directly into what I normally do this time of year, and that is trust that on Sunday afternoon and Sunday night, places like Baltimore, Cleveland, Buffalo, Green Bay are gonna be cold and windy, okay? And so I naturally gravitate to the unders. And if I can find division teams playing one another for the second time in weather, I love the under there. And then you throw a little wind into it, it helps your cause. And in today's day and age with COVID, COVID only helps an under. It never helps an over. Uh -huh. So games like Pittsburgh, Tennessee, games like Chicago and Minnesota, that's one where that total hasn't been affected yet, and it's going to be. The, the New Orleans, Tampa Bay, just this morning was 47. Sean Payton news, news comes out, it drops like a hammer in a lake. Playing unders early, Division games, Tampa Bay, New Orleans, familiarity, the COVID can only help the under. All right, so you're on the under in uh, Saints-Bucks. You played that wide under 47 or 48, Lou? 47 early Tuesday via the point spread weekly. All right, that's uh, Lou Finacaro. By the way, he's a, a fight and a football analyst, but he's not afraid to wear a pink shirt. Scott, what do you think of that? <laughs> It's a great shirt. His, I love it. His wife loves him in uh, pink shirts. And she bought me one, by the way, and I never wore it. So I gave it away. I donated it to the kids. I threw you, it you got a new one coming this kid. Christmas, though, Matthew. <laughs> That's okay. I donated, tell your wife I donated that shirt to the kids. I gave it away. Uh, let's, hey, Lou, let's look at one more spot on the card. You're talking about cold weather. Let's go to Monday night in Chicago. And uh, the Vikings and Bears, this number is up to six. We have COVID issues in this game as well. At the Westgate Superbook now, the number is six and a half. Kirk Cousins laying a big number on the road against the Bears, total of 44. Lou, did you look at playing this game? Are you thinking about playing this game on Monday night? I would recommend now that under because we're going to have wind on Monday night. And I think that the COVID thing only helps again with the lack of continuity for a team. And I don't believe that the Bears were the first half Bears of last week. I believe they're the second half Bears of last week. Under 44, I think this line closes 42 and a half or 42 by the time they kick the football. 
All right, Lou Finicaro, thanks a lot, man. Always appreciate the time, and uh, we'll try to catch up with you for another big fight card soon, man. Have a good weekend. Matt, Scott, thank you. Good luck, everyone. Good luck, Lou. At Gamlou on Twitter. I think he should change his Twitter handle to at Pink Shirt. Excellent fight and football handicapper. His wife did send a pink shirt to me, and uh, I dropped it in one of those clothing donation bins <laughs> for the kids. I'm not sure what kid could wear a double uh, X shirt. Is this like a 6'8 kid or something? There's got uh, to be a kid out there who could uh, benefit from the pink <laughs> shirt. Uh, well, how about Monday night, Scott? we got a couple minutes here to break this one down. and. Uh, you follow the Vikings and the Packers closely, living up there for so many years. You don't see Kirk Cousins laying this type of number on the road too often, but the Bears are in a bad spot too. Yeah, um, you know, to lose point, I don't even know if the Bears did anything on offense last week in that first half. The Packers' special teams was horrendous. Um, I'm not even sure what, you know, they had a couple passes that the guys, Jakeem Grant, you know, broke a long run and whatnot, but I don't even know if they did much on, on mm-hmm. offense. I actually make the number about 47, though, but, you know, we got to wait here until, uh, I think, like 10, 11 starters missed practice yesterday for the Bears. It's the first day of the week for practice, so we'll see some COVID issues. This has been a house of horrors for um, the Vikings going to Chicago the last 15, 20 years. I think they've won like four games there. So mm-hmm. we'll, we'll see what that, you know, does. But Somewhere around 15 out of the last 20 have been Bears wins. Right? Yeah. 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 I mean, COVID, you know, obviously could impact that. But I, I'm, right now I've got the number based on personnel we know at about 3.8. So there's value in Chicago right now. You know, you watch that game Sunday night, and there was a lot of, obviously, betting interest on the Packers' side, and they just kind of lollygagged around in the first uh, three quarters of that game. And the Bears self-inflicted wounds, too. Mm-hmm. You had you had a illegal formation when the Packers muffed a punt. The Bears yes. recovered it to yes. wipe out that turnover. And uh, you're right about the offense. The Bears' offense didn't do a lot. And at the end, when Justin Fields had a chance to get in the back door, uh, twice inside the 30-yard line, the Bears kicked a field goal to cut it to 15, and then uh, got stopped on downs inside the 30. So not a lot of reasons to be optimistic about the Bears, but, man, I can't weigh that number with Kirk Cousins on the road Monday no, night. No, not not with that defense. Thielen may not play. Kendricks is, is not practicing, I believe, so I, I think, agree. I think Lou Finnecaro might have the right idea of playing that under the total uh, Monday night at Soldier Field. Uh, anyway, let's uh, tell you one more time about the v Bowl Guide. Uh, the college bowl season started today. VSIN has got you covered with our all new bowl betting guide. Get matchup analysis on bowl game insights, trends, data, predictions, all of that to help you make your best bets. The VSIN College Bowl Betting Guide can help give you an edge. That's the theme of this show. Get your digital copy today for only $19.99 at vcin.com slash bowl guide. Middle Tennessee kicks off the bowl season as a double-digit dog with an outright win over Toledo uh, this morning in the Bahamas Bowl. Quick break. We'll come back with Best Bets, vcin, the sports betting network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? 
I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, hey, hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but. All right, so what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is The Edge on VSN, the sports betting network. Hey, welcome back. This segment of The Edge is brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouch. It's a fresh way to enjoy nicotine with all the, all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. No more smelling like an ashtray. More, no more spit cups. No batteries to charge or leaky equipment to deal with. Zen Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and available in 10 varieties like spearmint, wintergreen, citrus, and more. And for your convenience, each variety comes in two strengths, so you can easily find the satisfaction level perfect for you. Zen, America's number one nicotine pouch, is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, so it's never been easier to find your Zen. Head to zen.com slash find to locate a store near you. Again, that's zyn.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine, and nicotine is an addictive chemical. zyn.com to find your Zen. Scott Kellen, Matt Eumann's back here on The Edge on a football Friday. JVT's going to be back. Sunday night for the opening line show at Circa that we do every week. Uh, but JVT has some best bets today in the NBA. Last night he had a winner with the Pistons, plus 10 against the Pacers. This guy's on fire. He's home wow, babysitting and handicapping the association, and he's 42-21 and 21 against the spread. He should have more kids. <laughs> he might. <laughs> uh, whether he's home or whether he's working, the guy's just picking winners right now. He, he's on a roll. Friday's play. Celtics plus three against the Warriors. That's a good game tonight in the association. So he's playing Boston plus three. Again, go to vcin.com slash JVT to read the analysis for the entire card and uh, his best bet. Let's uh, look at his NFL plays for the weekend. We have one. He played the Colts this week, minus two against the Pats. He's been like me. He's been riding the Pats during this hot streak. The Colts are his favorite team. Mm -hmm. Uh, But he he thinks uh, the Colts are the play here. I've got the Patriots plus two and a half. Look at my NFL best bets. I didn't put the Patriots up as best bet because I did play them in a teaser uh, with the Browns, and that was a mistake. We'll see what this Browns number uh, does by Monday when this uh, game goes off. It could end up being a pick em game, but I had the Browns as pick em on a teaser, <laughs> which is not what you want. Uh, Patriots plus eight and a half. I'm going to have to find a way to um, uh, play, play the Patriots in a different teaser probably as well. Uh, Steelers plus two. Talked about that with Gam Lou. He's on the other side with the Titans. And I did play the Giants plus 11 against the Cowboys. We're going to talk about that game a little bit more here in a minute. College football, just a quick look at the bowl best bets that have been up all week. And since last week, essentially, Western Michigan pick over Nevada. Oklahoma minus three and a half over Oregon. Notre Dame minus two over Oklahoma State. Memphis minus seven over Hawaii. Michigan State minus one and a half over Pitt. And Michigan plus eight over Georgia. We also have a V10 best bets file up on the website. And uh, I put four plays on early bowls up on the website and in the New York Post, which will be online in the morning. Western Kentucky plus three, uh, one of those plays. Let's get to Scott Kellen, your best bets in the NFL. Hey, we're going to go uh, Cowboys over the team total of 27 and a half. Um, Titan Steelers under 43 and Cardinals Lions under 47 and a half. I think we'll talk about each one of these and go in a little bit more depth here in a second. All right, let's do that. So, uh, Scott, you didn't play any sides this week. No sides in the NFL, huh? 
Uh, no, I mean, I've got a couple teasers, but they've, most of them have moved out of teaser range now. That'd be about the only way I've gotten to a side so far. Okay. Let's oh, look. I did actually. Uh, we did play Jacksonville, but that one's moved too. So. Yeah, you bet Jacksonville minus three. Let's go ahead and hit that one now since that's, that was one of your best bets early in the week. Yeah. Uh, Jacksonville now a four and a half or five point favorite, 39 and a half total. Daryl Bevel is going to be the interim coach. Urban Meyer's out. So how does it change the way you looked at this game, and why did you bet the Jaguars plus minus three initially? Uh, I was just betting a number here, Matt. I, I made the line about seven for Jacksonville. Um, this is all obviously prior to Meyer getting fired. I think that only helps, obviously. Um, you know, at least at least Jacksonville's got something on their uh, offensive defensive line where I don't think Houston has that. Plus, now Houston's looking at you know whether it's COVID or injuries in their secondary at their linebacker spot. Um, so that that's not going to help them at all. And Davis Mills, he's done nothing. He's had one game where I think he's scored more than maybe 15 points or something. That was like the 22 points. Um, I guess they got 22 against the Rams and and the Patriots, mm -hmm. but. It's just a value play for me uh, on Jacksonville. I thought thought there was value. I wouldn't lay over three, but minus three, uh, minus 110 before it started the move. All right, look at this, uh, Scott. Who's next? NFL coaches on the hot seat. And uh, I want you to tell me who do you think will survive to 2022 and uh, who's not. So we're talking about the Bears, Matt Nagy, Broncos, Vic Fangio, Giants, Joe Judge, Panthers, Matt Rule, Seahawks, Pete Carroll, Vikings, Mike Zimmer, and I think uh, Pete Carroll's most likely yep. to survive. He signed a contract extension in November of 2020 that takes him through the 2025 season. But the wheels are falling off for the Seahawks. you got to yep. think Russell Wilson. I know the Broncos are planning to make a big move to try to get Russell Wilson. So it looks like the Carroll-Wilson dynamic might break up in Seattle even if the coach remains. But look at those other five. Who do you think makes it the next season? Who does not? I think Matt Rule makes it. It's, it's too early in the game. He, you know, he, I think he's been okay. They just don't have the personnel, whether that's him or, or the GM. But I think he makes it. Uh, Nagy's got to be gone. Yeah. Just has to be gone, along with Ryan Pace, who's made horrible decisions. Couldn't right? agree more. I've that's said that for the gone. last two years. Yeah. Uh, Joe Judge, uh, you know, uh, I don't know. Um, they've had so many injuries, and I don't know. I think he survives another year. Do you? Zimmer's another one that's very a lot questionable. Of people in New York think Dave Gettleman and Joe Judge are going to get blown out at the end of the season, but well, it's a fair point. Yeah. Gettleman's probably gone, and if that happens, then maybe Judge is gone, mm -hmm. right? Um, Zimmer, I think, has to go. Will they? Will he go or not? I, you know, at, at some point, your message just doesn't play, and yeah. he's he's to me, he's kind of old school as well. So I think he's probably gone as well. Vic Fangio in Denver. I, I got to think if, uh, you know, the Broncos have actually had a decent run here. This game, this week, if they can beat the Bengals, uh, Fangio might stick around for another year. That's surprising because I thought really at midseason that this guy really had a little chance to save his job. Do you think he can lead him to a Super Bowl? <laughs> no. Yeah. I think he's a really good defensive coordinator yeah. who's miscast as a head coach. I would, yeah. Not, yeah. I would not keep him as a head coach. But who knows? I think Nagy, Fangio, Judge, and Zimmer all should be out. Uh, Matt Rule gets another year, and Pete Carroll's got a contract that's going to keep And he's, he's got equity, right? So yeah. I don't think he's going anywhere immediately. All right, let's look at Washington and Philly. This is a game postponed until Tuesday, uh, Scott. So uh, what are you looking at in uh, the matchup with the Eagles as favorites in that game? Uh, you tell me who's going to play, and I can tell you, Matt. I mean, you know, Washington's, uh, they're down to, I th again, we don't know what's going to happen between right. now and then, but they're down to, I think, their fifth position player at center. Defensive line's decimated, uh, again, because of COVID and injuries. A couple people in the secondary. It's in, and then, of course, Heineke, and then Kyle Allen, I think, was on COVID, too. Yeah. So I, it's hard to say. No right? reason to really break down this game. It's off no. the board at most spots, and uh, it's tough to say what's going to happen between uh, those NFC East teams by the time that game's played on Tuesday. How about Jets in Miami with Dolphins nine-and-a-half-point favorites, total of 41? I played the Jets in a teaser. It's a little bit out of teaser range now to get it under two and a half. So it's not that's not viable right now. If it moves, I guess uh, we could do that. Miami's allowed 17 or less in five straight games, and the Jets are you know are very similar to these teams that they've been playing. Uh, they allowed 17 up in New York a few weeks ago. I don't see the Jets scoring a bunch of points here. Two is eight and one against the spread at home in games that he's played 40 percent or more of the snaps. Now again, if he's been pulled in a game, okay, that doesn't count that he was horrible, right? But he's playing. He's he's done okay. He actually has very similar numbers to Mac Jones, by the way. He does. Uh, you know, which is kind of kind of interesting. But um, I don't know that there's value here to to lay it this way. Uh, if you can get it a teaser under three, I would recommend that. And I, I think there's also some value to the under here. I made the total about 37 and a half points. 
Okay, I made a, uh, a play this morning on the uh, Giants plus 11 against the Cowboys. Uh, game in New York, Giants a home dog. I think it was Saquon Barkley. They can move the ball against a 24th-ranked run defense. We detailed early in the week Dak Prescott's slump. Cowboys 3-3 three and three straight up in ATS in the past six. Just a lot of points to lay in a road on the road in a division game. Now, it's tough to back this clumsy Giants coaching staff. <laughs> I took the 11. Did you have any play on this game? I do. I've got the, over the team total. I mean, I, I think this is, could be a high-scoring game. It's hard to rely on the Giants. So I think the safer bet here is a team total. Um, the Giants, when they played good offenses this year, allowed 44, 38, 20, 30, 37. Dak, he didn't play here last year, but the three years prior to that, uh, he scored 37, 36, 30 points. I just see them getting to 28 points in this game. And the Giants' secondary, whether it's COVID or injuries, uh, they're hurting in their secondary as well. No uh, Tyron Smith, so that you know mm -hmm. left tackle, that's pretty important. But the rest of the Cowboys are pretty healthy. And I think with that pass rush, with everyone healthy, they might be able to get some cheap scores on the Giants as well. So I think over the team total of 27 and a half uh, is a pretty good bet. One of your best bets. Quick thoughts on final two games we have not touched on here. Arizona, Detroit, Cardinals, 12 and a half or 13 point road favorites, total 47 and a half. Uh, I make the total 44, so we'll go under on that. Uh, Hawkinson out for Detroit for the rest of the year. He's their main offensive weapon. Obviously, no Hopkins. I think this is a game. Arizona comes in. They run the ball. They get out of dodge with a win, get corrected, get back home. Don't fool around. And uh, 49ers, nine-point favorites over the Falcons, total of 46. Did you play anything? Nothing there. A little value in Atlanta, but no play. All right. Scott Kellen at six cents NFL. Follow him on Twitter. And uh, thanks today to Aaron Renning, Lou Fenicaro, and uh, Jimmy Vaccaro for his surprise <laughs> appearance at the beginning of the show. That does it for The Edge on a Football Friday. v the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side -side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.